We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv an unmatched dual threat. What's up, chat? Welcome in to the Backliners podcast. Dude, why is this camera doing this, man? I'm losing it. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. I can actually fix it this time, and I'm not kidding. And I can't, okay, I can't fix that, but I do have my old webcam set up, and maybe we switch over. Huh, look at that. Oh, that's pretty smart. Oh! You okay. look so much better it's, from that angle. It's a little, like, blue. I mean, like, no offense. I know. Dude, why is it so blue okay. now? I don't know. Nothing I could do, uh, but at least this way it Dude. should be a little bit less distracting. Okay, for all the people listening to this, you need to watch it because Agro's eyes right now. Oh my gosh. Dude, uh, uh, the blue oh. lights and everything. Hold on, I'm actually going to turn this off. Because oh. otherwise it's going to be too much. Uh, and maybe the ring light as well? Yeah. No. Looking, well, it's a little too, too dark now, but we'll turn the ring light back on. It's fine. Anyways, welcome into the Prediction Esports podcast, everybody. Uh, the Backliners with Agro and Barracuda. Going to do something a little bit different this time around. Um, what, what, some of the feedback that I've gotten is that some of the uh, some of people's favorite parts of the show is the random questions that we answer at the very end. Um, and so we figured we would do a whole episode answering those, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, I, w- I did consider this, though, Barra. 
moving forward, Don't do it. what oh. if we, instead of, uh, what if we um, either made a Twitter account or something like that where people could send life questions to us and we would give them life advice to close the episode? Thoughts? Uh, we are not that smart. What do you I... mean, dude? People could ask us, like, important, you know, like, um, you know, they aren't sure if they want to, uh, like, what, what, where should they schedule going to the gym in their day? They're, start, they're starting to go to the gym. Oh, and I you meant, like, my girlfriend did, like, X, Y, or Z, should I break up with her? No, I don't want it to be that serious. I don't want it to be that oh, serious. Okay. I want it to be okay. very uh, lighthearted, you know? Mm. Like, I'm looking mm. to change up... Um, like, uh, what should I meal prep for this week or something like that? You know what I mean? Oh, and we, and we get, way better. Yeah, yeah, like that kind of life advice. So yeah, we can do that. Tweet at us if that's what you want to see, because uh, that sounds kind of fun to me. I've always wanted to do something like that because I think it would be kind of fun. No relationship advice. No, 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 no. Relationship advice is going to be awesome. <laughs> Please, no. For sure. For sure. Um, okay, so we asked you guys to uh, send us a whole bunch of questions on Twitter, Reddit. Uh, I got a bunch of them. If we run out, which I don't think we will, um, we can go to chat, but I want to reward those who might not be able to watch the podcast and instead listen. And we're going to do it the, uh, the, the old fashioned way. Um, so we're going to start on my, uh, initial Twitter, uh, or is this our, my initial one, man? I don't know. I made like five tweets. This was a mistake by me. Um, let me, uh, let me just go and, and do this. Maybe I just start at the top. I don't know what's going on, man. Uh, either one. Yeah. Either one. Um, Okay, let's start with Arminius. Uh, Arminius asks, any ways to mitigate when you play down to people? When you're in the late night queue and your top elo is 200 above everybody else and you start playing like you're in gold again. Um, I think this, <laughs> this kind of wraps into the, um, the way that we talked about ranked last episode. Um, mm-hmm. Just don't play with too much respect. I fall into this problem a lot as a ranked player is that I still have like a competitive mentality and that's how I want to play the game. And I lose a lot of games because I'm giving my opponents too much respect, uh, get in there. And that's what I, that's my advice. Also, if you're queuing the late night queues and you've already been playing for a long time, expect to play worse. Yep. You know, the brain starts to deteriorate after a few hours of ranked and there's honestly nothing you can do about it. And you just kind of accept it. And if you want to keep playing and if you want to keep making those mistakes, keep queuing. But know when to cut yourself off from queuing any more smite because, I mean, it's a good me and I were both experienced this a lot. Like, brain deterioration while queuing ranked is a big thing. Oh, it happens for sure. This We should have covered this in our last episode for sure. Um, don't play ranked to climb. Play ranked to get better, and climbing will happen as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't 100%. be too results. If you if you're just trying to look at what you're you're doing and what you could be doing better, you will incidentally climb. Uh, Ron mm-hmm. Jobbert asks, "Why do these things keep happening to me?" <laughs> <laughs> because Ron, in your previous lives, you know what you did, and uh, let's just say you're getting off easy, man. That's all I have to say about that. You got off easy on that life, and uh, karma's here. That's right. Uh, Snoopy asks, will Ron ever acknowledge me as his heir? No, uh, Evan, as Ron's illegitimate child. Um, we both know that will never happen. Okay, real quick about Snoopy. Yeah. Snoopy pogged off this weekend. Yeah, he, uh, well, he had okay, some no, pog no, moments. No. The Ymir game, you guys were giving him crap. My man continued to hold W yep. into the enemy jungle, 
Yep. As a confident support. And that means a lot. I don't care if his players were right or wrong. He was mentally still in that game. He was mentally. And, I will give him that, no doubt. And uh, very much the awesome Jake school of support. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you have a, a, a big, yep. um, a big uh, appreciation for that. Um, all right, let's see here. Uh, how do you feel about... Tra- or I'm Feeding asks, how do you feel about traditional ADC matchups against mage ADCs? Um, I think... The main thing that I would do, and I'm not a very good ADC player. Luckily, we've got at least one on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, me. Uh, I I personally like a lot uh, not going Devos uh, as a traditional ADC against Mage ADCs and instead going Bloodforge to try and match their similarly mm-hmm. kind of expensive first item but big power spike. Um, that's the main thing that I would switch up. But just understand when you have lost your window to box and it's uh, as soon as they finish. Okay, that's uh, that's kind of the, the point. What about for you? Uh, I would agree with what you said. Um, the window to boxing them is definitely a lot shorter now because people can rush Hikate or Hikate, whatever, Hikate, Hikate. Do people get uh, on me about that pronunciation all the time? And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I just CBA. I can't be asked. I really can't. It's, it's too hard. I don't, I don't it, care. Okay. My brain switches every it's time. It's my job uh, and I, I just can't be asked. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just can't. I'm not here to pronounce things. Um, yeah. It's... You have to force it early, and a lot of it's on your support. A lot of it's not in the straight-up 1v1 matchup, because if your support's not making room into the magical ADC, you can't do anything. Um, They'll just free farm and come back. If they are rushing a Kate, they'll get it after boots, and sometimes they rush it first, and if they rush it first, you have to call your jungler over because they don't have movement speed, but they will out-trade you in a straight-up 1v1. Um, If you want to play for the mid-game, you go crit. Uh, You could also rush Bloodforge, which Agro said. You can also play it safe and go Devos first and then Boots after. Um, but right now, Physical Hunters aren't in the best spot in 1v1-ing. There's like a few matchups. Like I like Cupid into Oleron. I think that matchup's great because you can just ult him on cooldown mm-hmm. and eventually force something. But once he gets Lifesteal finished, he just heals up on the wave. So, yeah. it's You're just in a rough spot right now. And that's just meta. Like sometimes... Sure. It's just meta. It's the way it goes. Uh, at Stage Fault on Twitter asks, you're leading the Area 51 invasion. Would you rather <laughs> command 80 gorillas or 8,000 Mifflins? 80 gorillas. Wait, how smart are the gorillas? Like, are they just gorillas? Uh, let's assume like- that they can understand directions, but okay. otherwise have no additional traits. Are the Mifflins armed? Mm, that's a good question let's go with no let's go with no honestly i might go mifflins i uh, yeah okay bear and i are both very intelligent men who have both said that one gorilla would would beat 100 mifflins (laughs) i think the sheer numbers of the mifflins gets me there (laughs) Like I can, I know I've got two thousand Mifflins that I can play fast and loose with here on the adventure. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I can throw them to the wolves, you know. Like th- that's just so many Wait, of them. How far can Mifflin run? Uh, if you get them amped up far enough, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> area fifty one. That's like a big. That's place. a big area. Yeah, but he'd want to know. I'm going Mifflins. I'm going Mifflins. But a great, great question. Stage fall. Um, yeah, I'm sticking Mifflins too. Chris Clark, Quasi Quiz C. Uh, I just said Quiz instead of Chris because I'm good at talking. <laughs> this is one of my favorite questions, and I could not wait to answer this. 
Do you prefer the end bit of bread or a little bit of bread for toast? Like the end of the toast versus the middle of the loaf. Uh, I'll is start here. Twitter's <laughs> no, dude, this is a great question. Okay. It's a great question. I love questions like this. Uh, the answer is obviously the dead center of the loaf. If I could be Jeff Bezos level rich, um, I would give a lot of my money away. But uh, if I could make every sandwich with the direct middle piece of bread from a loaf of bread and throw away the rest, I might. Because that's the one that's going to be nestled in there. You know, it's got maximum softness. It's seen no hardship in its entire life. That thing is pampered from day one. Okay. Like no way, no way anyone should be saying end of the bread. I, uh, you know what? This is kind of a, a bad thing to admit, but I, many times in my life, I'm eating the whole thing. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. You know, we're, we're, we're settled in. I'm throwing away the end of the bread these days. I'll go buy another loaf, man. Uh, I'll spend the money. It's not worth it to me. It's really not. Wait, are you talking about the butt of the bread or the crust? The butt. Oh, yeah, I'm middle too. I, I prep middle if it's like a normal. I thought it was like, uh, like a folded piece of toast, and I'm taking a bite of the middle or the end, like the crust. Oh well, either way, it's the middle. The answer, the crust is the worst part of the bread, chat. It's it's. it's I I love the crust. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm a big crust Come on, guy. Come on, I, dude, are I'm you telling me? Guy. Wait, Barra, you're telling me I engineer the world's greatest loaf of bread it has no crust it's the exact <laughs> consistency and texture of the middle even to the end it's an oxymoron i know but it, let's just pretend it works you're telling me you would rather buy traditional bread than my genius invention yes i like crust i don't like the butt like the butt i'll eat <laughs> <laughs> we can end it there um okay <laughs> HD Yeti on Twitter asks, what do we think could be added to Smite to improve the overall experience? Examples are like new game modes, features that a lot of the community has requested, etc. Um, for me, I think <laughs> this is going to have to be for me because Bear is uh, just gone. Um, I think uh, I think I would want, and, th and this is something that has gotten a lot, a lot better, Uh in recent years, I just want the faster we can get from accepting a ranked queue into playing the ranked game, the better. Uh, I don't care about any other modes, although I did really like the 3v3v3 deathmatch. That was my favorite uh, for sure. Um, but the faster we can get from accepting a queue through picks and bans and into ranked, uh, the happier I'll be. That's, that's what I'll say. What was the question? <clears throat> uh, what would you do? What do you think could be added to Smite to improve the overall experience? Examples are like new game modes, features that a lot of the community has requested. Oh, being able to ping um, like my own cooldowns and my in my uh, like my own relic cooldowns and that kind of stuff. League of Legends has that where you can like click on it on the UI. Uh, that that's a lot of help, and it's also uh, incredibly difficult and require a whole overhaul. And I've been explained too many times why that is very uh, very difficult for us. So. Unfortunately, yeah, I like easy. I like that idea, and I also like pressing tab and seeing all the respawn timers because mm. he does that, and that is it's just baby easy. Uh, you got it timers. on your UI, right? Do you? I don't feel like I use that ever. You have it on your UI? Yeah, like their respawn timers. You can I'm see. I'm talking about like Gold Fury. 
Oh, like, like gold like fury response. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I see. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that would be nice. And um, also, I think each of the top three people in the lobby should just have one ban like leak because it also loads, it makes loading in so much faster. Interesting. Um, all right. Ooh. A relevant act on Twitter asks, if you had to ask yourself a question for an AMA, what would it be? I don't have a specific thing, um, but it would be food related. It would be food related. I don't know. It would probably be like a favorite cereal, but then I'd have to go into this whole diatribe about how you can't really judge all cereals together. You have to break them into three categories and that's sugary cereals un- more healthy cereals and then chocolatey cereals. And then I have to really like, we talk, we got to talk about the different things that makes a cereal great, you know, like milk absorption rate, how, you know, crunchiness, overall taste. Like it's just a lot, man. I don't know. We don't have kind of that kind of time. I would just ask how my day was going. Okay. I- well, that works in well uh, because Gideon Champion responded to that with which what I thought was good was and each other if we were doing um, if we were doing uh, AMAs for each other. So I'll ask you, John, uh, how was your day? Oh, my day is uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, lead singer for uh, Fit for a King came into my uh, stream today and made me melt, and I'm still melting. Yeah, uh, and, uh, chat. Just so you know, I got a lot of messages from Bear, whatever, <laughs> like a lot, uh, right before the podcast. one of the best days of my life they, uh, by far. Wow, that's great. I'm glad to yeah. hear it. Good day for a podcast. Um, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite kind of cereal? <laughs> no, we don't have that kind of time, man. We, we just don't. We got a lot of questions. We got to get through them. Okay, wait, wait. Uh, chocolatey cereal. If you count Reese's Puffs, there, it's Reese's Puffs. If you don't, and that's more of a regular sugary cereal because only half chocolate. I'm going Cocoa Puffs. Uh, sugary cereals, cinnamon toast crunch, rain supreme, um, or Reese's Puffs again, depending on what you want. Uh, non-sugary cereals, big fan of Crispix. Crispix underrated. Uh, I don't even know what that is. It's half half uh, rice, half corn is like what it is. It's good. You should try it out. Um, that sounds like a great vegetable dinner. At Aaron Olson, WI, Wisconsin, I'm assuming, asks, is it pronounced caramel or caramel? Uh, give me a caramel. Caramel. So you mixed them. He gave you two options. You <laughs> <laughs> said neither. I would like one caramel. Yeah, that's what I say. I okay, like it's caramel. caramel. It's caramel. What? Car- yeah, it's caramel. Caramel? Uh, caramel? Yeah, it's caramel. It's Sunday, 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 and they're coming back to the NFL with NFLSundayTicket.tv. You can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams or favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. And have you ever heard of DealDash.com? It's the best, most honest bidding site where you can win things you never expect at a price you never believe. They have over a 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home decor, and even cars. Here's how it works. It's like an auction, but every time starts at $0 and only goes up one cent every time you bid. The kicker is that the auction clock restarts after just 10 seconds. That means every time you bid, everyone else has 10 seconds to answer or the item is yours. If you go ahead and buy now, DealDash is offering our listeners an extra 100 free bids upon sign-up on top of their other discounts go to dealdash.com and use offer code prediction with two e's or dealdash.fm forward slash prediction that's d-e-a-l-d-a-s-h.fm forward slash prediction with two e's this is a this, i think this might be the best question we got 
uh, at C Lacy 24 Clacy. Uh, I don't remember if this has already been done, but the best way to eat potatoes, for example, fries, chips, mashed, hash browns, mm-hmm. etc. This is a fantastic question. Uh, That's so hard. Go ahead, uh, It depends on my mood, but I think reigning supreme is fries. Yeah, fries are really good. Fries are really good, man. But chips, dude. Think of chips. The thing about it's, fries is that they have to be fresh. Food. But fry, fries, no, no, no. Look at it this way, though. Fries have to be fresh, right? You can eat chips when they're hot out of the oven, or weeks, months, years later if they've been packaged. You can't do that with fries, you know. Yeah, but it's more. I think it's a tip-top experience, and mm. fries win. Uh, you're at, so you're taking the best, like the potential, not the overall yep. average. I yep. think hash browns are great, but lower availability. Lower consistency, um, and, and overall less options than the other ones. But hash browns are S tier for sure. Mashed potatoes are great, man. They go with every. Oh god. Okay. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think I got to go chips just because they're the most versatile. Uh, then mm-hmm. I'm going fries. Then I'm going mashed. Then I'm going hash browns. But they're all S tier. Potatoes are perfect. Um, okay. Sweet potatoes are disgusting. Uh, Cal New Love uh, asks Smite question. I'm currently a master's level ranked player, but have no experience of playing in a team or scrimming or playing competitively. It would like to start doing so. Where do you start? Uh, he's EU, so it feels like the scene is both smaller and basically already formed. Uh, that's what the SOC is for, Callum. Um, this might open circuit, so I would, I would highly suggest Googling that. I think, um, I think there's a Discord for you to find, uh, for you to find it, but um, the big thing is if you have any friends that are around your rank, look, even if your friends like aren't as good as you or better than you, if they're interested, just start putting them together, um, and trying to find a team you're playing ranked. you have fun with someone? You know, you're kind of vibing with it. Uh, ask them if they want to party up, you know, add them and then be like, yo, we're going to scrim. Do you want to play or something like that? Like that, that's kind of what I would recommend for sure. That's exactly what I was going to say. Um, just find a buddy in ranked literally, just talk to everyone in ranked. As long as they're a good player, try to get on their good side. Uh, be very vocal with the other pros or like other, I guess high. I don't know, like, like really good players that are on current teams, and keep trying to snipe their cues, and trying to improve with them, and being very sociable and nice to them. Yeah, don't um, rage because no one will want to play with you. Yeah, do not rage. If you, if you start raging and ranked, everyone will just mark you as someone that they do not want to team with because yep. that just shows if you're raging in a rank game, which is the lowest tier of, I would say, like my competitive, like lowest stress tier, I guess. Everything beyond that is just so much more stressful. Yep. So just don't rage. And if you have been raging, change your name. Not even trolling. <laughs> uh, that's the way to Turn do it. Turn off your stream. Yeah, seriously. Uh Elgato Matador asks, is the Backliners podcast going to continue into season eight? I don't know. Hopefully. We'll see. Hopefully. Uh, Lurmy Wormy asks, gentlemen's 1v1, who wins and why? Uh, Barracuda does because he's paid to be better at the game than me. Uh, and that one um, is, is easy. Well, I'm probably bad at 1v1s. Actually, yeah, I'm bad at 1v1s. It'd be a fiesta either way. It would be a fiesta, but I'm losing for sure. Um, James asks, favorite God releases? That's an interesting one. Now I was talking about this the other day. Nemesis is what was the first God that I was like, dude, I think this God is so cool. I just want to play her every game. Um, 
and I really liked playing her. Uh, among recent ones, Merlin really got me excited. I could not want, wait to play Merlin. I couldn't wait to play Baron. I, I actually am going to go Baron. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Baron. That was my favorite God release. I was going to say Baron. Really? Or Morgan. Okay. Right. Yeah, probably Baron. Interesting. Uh, that's not what uh, that's not what I was expecting. What um, do you expect? I don't know. What did I it's like? Soul or Jingwei? Oh, uh, I was just thinking like high res production wise, and kind of oh, cool factor. like that. Dude, Heimdall's yeah. was sick. Heimdall's. I don't remember Heimdall's. It was at Worlds. It was at Worlds. Uh, His trailer that it. came out where he like he's just <laughs> pogging off against Persephone zombies. Um, oh yeah, I remember that. yeah. yeah. Cedric asks, question for Barra. What would he say is the highlight of the Renegades team? What qualities does he think the team have that is solid and what needs to be worked on? Um, I think we are very good at running it down. And once we get a lead, if we're confident with the lead, I think it's hard for us to make mistakes. Um, and our... We're lacking a lot of things right now. Um, when we get behind, we struggle a lot to make plays because we struggle just as a, in general from behind, um, which shows a lot against really good teams. It showed a lot against SSG and Ghost in our past two sets. It was really hard for us to come back against them and like match the pace. And our our drafting is a little weird. Um. Just we have people that don't play the top gods. So our drafting is a little little sketch here and there, but we have a lot of picks that other teams don't have. So that's a strength. Yeah. That's also a negative, but yeah. Uh, Gideon asks, what are your thoughts on a casual conquest queue with a draft like ranked? Um, I don't really see a whole lot of value in it. I guess like five man drafting would be kind of fun. I could see the argument there. But it takes a long time. I really do. I I think that there's a better argument for five man pre-made queue with drafting over a casual conquest queue with drafting. Like if I'm playing with Mm -hmm. two people, we're not drafting, dude. Like that. I don't know. That doesn't feel worth it to me personally. Uh, I think it'd be good if people cared about it, but. I know at the lower ranks of ranked, people rage a lot if you leave X, Y, or Z open. Oh, yes. And I feel like a lot of it would happen in normal band, whatever. Yep. Normal draft, I guess. Agreed. Um, uh, Crowd asks, do you think it would help the Smite esports scene to go back to having separate NAEU regions? Uh, I do not. Um, I do not. I just think the level of competition uh, has been so much fun to watch and so good for the game. And, and I think having these inter-region teams is is interesting and, uh, and too much fun to watch. I wouldn't want to go back. I think it's really cool. I kind of miss it because there were so many more players, but well, there's so many more players before, but the competition is definitely the highest it's ever been. And I'm saying that, like, say it. It it just is. Yeah, it's just a fact. Yeah. Anyone who says otherwise is either uh, uninformed or not arguing in good faith. That's the way I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, here's uh, Matador's other question. To both of you, what were your favorite moments with teammates past or present outside of Smite? That's a good question. Mm. Um, 
I've got two funny stories, uh, both involving Chapo uh, or Elion, <laughs> as as expected. Um, the first one was the first time I ever met him. Uh, we were on separate teams, and we both had layovers in. Um, I want to say, where do we, Charlotte, I want to say, um, on our way to new MLG, new Orleans. And I just tweeted like, yo, are there any other, uh, smite players on their way to new Orleans, like laid over in Charlotte. And he responded and we met up and we watched some EU SPL that was going on at the time. And we just kind of talked for a little bit, got on the same flight to new Orleans, went there, a guy from his org picked us up, um, and drove us to the hotel, but this guy had driven like from Tennessee and I'm not going to name him because he's a nice guy and I like him, but, uh, he had left food in the back of his car on the way down to new Orleans and had gotten an ant infestation in his car. And he did not disclose this to us before we got in the car. What had happened, he had a bunch of towels laying on the back seat and I'm like, what's up with the towels? And he goes, oh, there were some ants. That's all he said. There were some ants because I left some food back there. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, there's some ants, whatever. I strap in and ants just start like <laughs> pouring out of the seat, like pouring out. I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? And I like jam the towel in there. Andy, Elion, <laughs> does not like bugs. And so he starts freaking out. And this is like a half hour ride. And we're just like, I'm just trying to like hold my bag so that it's not on the ground. Like there's a billion ants here. We get out, we finally get out, um, and we're like walking just up from the car to the hotel. And there are these guys hanging out on the corner, and they're like, Yo, let me sign, let me shine your shoes. And I'm like, No, dude, I'm, you know, I'm a gamer. I'm not wearing nice shoes at all. Like, I'm, I'm literally just like going to the hotel. And you know, you know, Andy is stopping to get his shoes shined. <laughs> he paid these guys to shine his shoes. And I was like, all right, bro, I'll see you later. Like, wh- whatever, man. Uh, I just kind of left him right there. And then the other quick, really uh, shorter story is that whenever we were teaming and we went to MLG Columbus later that year, uh, that was the first time Andy had ever seen snow because um, it was like in November. And he had went out and he had bought... Uh, a whole bunch of like really nice, like leather gloves, you know, like designer coat, like all this kind of stuff. Cause he was just so excited to see snow. And then he was just so tilted at how cold he was the whole time. <laughs> he was like, it's this, like, he saw snow and he like the, the, the morning snows. I don't know if you even know how much you know about these, John, cause you're, you've lived in the South your whole life, but yeah, like, there's so much in the morning, you know, like the grass is really crunchy because the dew is like frozen and that kind of stuff. And he was like, dude, what is this? Like, I don't understand why it's so hard. And I was like, what do you mean, dude? And then he lost a glove and he was really tilted. And that was, uh, and that was the end of that. That was, uh, I think, I think of that moment, uh, fairly often. It was funny. Uh, what about you? Uh, I don't really have like, I mean, there's when LG like scary and Xeno and mass like came to my, uh, house and we were playing VR downstairs and scary jumped backwards away from a zombie because he was playing vr and just launched himself into the wall that was pretty funny (laughs) and then the rest (laughs) the rest of my stories the rest of my memories around smite are just kind of at worlds just hanging out with your teammates yep and kind of just hanging out with fans like just all of that together it's just a beautiful experience like each year just 
it's not even i guess i'm like teammate based but like seeing everyone just together like passionate about smite and seeing fans like at the same time it's just a wonderful experience say it every time um after like giving myself five to six days to recover from the last worlds uh i immediately all i want to do is go back um yep it is truly the thing i look forward to most every single year no no hyperbole um barber is senpai asks how do you get so good at speaking uh i swear whenever i hear you speak i'm thinking wow he says things really well what's up with that uh thanks barber um i just have a lot of practice i just do it all the time uh incessantly some would say um (laughs) no i don't know i don't i think uh there in the broadcast business in particular um in, in, it's kind of the same in Smite. It's kind of the same trying to get to the top of anything in my mind. Like, you can only learn so much and some things you just have to naturally have. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's just something that I was uh, I was lucky enough to have from, uh, from an early age. Although I was very quiet when I was younger. Um, but I learned that that was lame. Uh, all right, Steve asks, The 2020 SPL season has so far been the most competitive season of the Pro League. Agreed. What do you attribute to this trend reduced number of pro teams online play team simply playing better etc uh yes to all of those um experience as well um it's also something that i think goes a little bit over overlooked is that this is also another season on the same map and the more pro players play on the same map the better they will get at abusing it even when changes mm-hmm. are made to it um, I think all of those things combine uh, to to bring us a, a very competitive season. Yeah, I kind of disagree with everything. Um, I don't think there's anything for me to add that you didn't already say. Like, as a pro player, we're still scrimming the same amounts, but the scrims just change. Like, before, it, in the earlier seasons, you were just good because you were good. But now you have to be good because your team works good, your drafting's good. Um, you know exactly what the other team's going to be doing at X, Y, Z stage of the game. You know how to abuse that. And before it was just you hit things better than them. You win. Like, yep. It, it's so much more complicated now. Um, oh, this is a hard one. I, I hope we'll be able to because I, I want to get to everybody's questions, so we got to go quick on this one. Riley Bush asks SPL Mount Rushmore. For each role. That's a lot of players. Number one. Um, like the, So I think an important distinction is that. Are we talking like the best or the most iconic? Uh, I think those are different. Um, I don't know, man. That's a lot of players we got to go through. Do you just want to pick uh, one role maybe, Bear, and do that? Or, or how do you want to do it? Do you want to try and do them all? God. Uh iconic would be so hard yeah because we're just gonna leave people out that don't deserve to be left out like that's just kind of the way it's gonna go i don't know i think i think like okay well let's just start because otherwise the more we sit here and say how hard it's gonna be the more it's gonna take yeah we're blowing through it these are just the first that come to mind and i reserve the right to change it afterwards because we're we're under a time crunch Mm -hmm. um adc i'm going barra zap uh reels and panda cat yeah i agree any changes 
Reels, maybe. I don't know why, but I've never had like the fascination with Reels. I guess. Sure. Like, I, I feel like I missed like his prime or something, because everyone always he brings him out for like Rama and like a few other gods. Yeah, he was real good. I think I missed. Yeah. All right. Uh, support. Um, I'm gonna go tricks. Oh god, this one's really hard. I would say Jeff PBM Aurora tricks. That's what I, I that's what I was gonna say too, but I think Raffer kinda has to be on there, right? Oh he does. So I think I gotta boot tricks. I think it's the oh. other I don't think I can feel comfortable booting any of the other ones. No, you know oh. Oh, no no I gotta put Raffer. Oh. Okay, those four. Those four. Uh, that Jeff, Mike, Aurora, Raffer. That's who I'm going with. Um mid, I'm going Yamin, 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 and Yamin. Um Agreed. Yamin Prime. Uh, F man, this one's hard. Where do we uh, put Baskin? Like, is Baskin on mid or is Baskin on like solo? Like, I don't know. For me, I would put him solo. That's what I think of too. But I don't. Know. I mean, always played mid. I guess technically longer, right? It's probably been about the same amount of time, right? Oh yeah, Stealth is a good one. Uh, stealth. I mean, he it's hard to not so long put, ago though, man. Like, it's hard to not put like the OG like Cog Prime on like everything, except yeah. for I guess Omega because he retired so early, and then Stealth was like Stealth retired in like season three, right? No, he played season four, I think. But oh, he did. Not not much past that. Um, I would just yeah. Yeah, I'll put Stealth. I'll put and uh, and I'll round it out with um oh my god i don't know who i'm rounding out with man i don't know mid laners change feel, all the time i only feel comfortable like saying yamin and stealth not prime I, ever, I feel comfortable with prime i do i feel like semi-comfortable with prime zeros is a good one zeros is a good one archangel john uh yeah my my mount rush for for mid only has two <laughs> fair enough yeah i think those are tough uh, Hurry would be a fair fourth. Uh, Hurry just hasn't won enough in his career to, to let me yeah. feel comfortable putting there. But certainly uh, over time, for sure. Uh, jungle, adapting. Um, I'm definitely... Okay, adapting. Maybe Fred. I want to put Gars there because I think he's a beast. I definitely need Andy. Okay, so that, that's my first four that come to mind. Scream and Mask both deserve to be on that conversation, I think. And that's about everyone. If Sam wins Worlds again this year, I'm putting him on there. I would say adapting Andy Kivo and uh, I kind of want to put Sam. Chat's got dude. He's he's only been in the league like a year and a half or like two, a little over two years now. He only played all of last year, pretty much. Oh, scream! That was it. Scream. Scream. Oh, yeah. Scream's a good Fred and Scream. That was cool. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with those. I agree I'm with fine that. with those four. And then Solo Lane, uh, Baskin, Omega, um, Demi, Demi, and Cyclone. Variety? Oh. Oh, Harry's a good one. I, I do think Cyclone needs to be on there somewhere. Um, I agree. Deathwalker's a good one. Uh, 
And Fino too. Yeah, Fine. Again, Fine. Oh. It's tough. Ben, oh, Benji's got to be on there. Benji has to be on there. He has to, Benji has to be on there. Yeah, Benji has to be on there. So Benji, uh, Baskin. Um, maybe Omega's too far gone, dude. He's been gone for too long. I agree with that. All right. Baskin, Benji. Demi. Demi Dan, has to be on there. Demi has to be on there cyclone but he hasn't uh, i don't know man cyclone's there death walker i mean cyclone's peak in solo was uh, for solo carry potential that's true like, all right cyclone that's it i'm moving on i'm moving yeah, on we got we got we already spent too much time on this question but it was yeah, it was did. a good one uh sheepy uh tabera if any of your old teammates oh. came back to spl who would you want it to be God, what a question loaded loaded oh, you are allowed to pass it isn't ask me anything but i don't have to answer that's the there, those are the acronyms i will take the scapegoat out here and say i loved 90 percent of my past teammates and i would happily team with 90 percent of them i know who you should say that's what i'll say <laughs> do you want me to say who i think you should say no okay uh wait oh uh, no uh, no uh you can't if you want andy I think your answer is Andy. You said in the I past how much you loved playing with Andy. I will always love playing with Andy. There you go. There you go. Uh, uh, and that does I, not take away from anybody else. So no one, no one, nope, I don't want to hear any of that. Uh, and to me, what XSPL player would I want to return to the league? Yours would be Jigs or Yemen. Uh, Yemen, because watching Yemen play mid is like watching art happen in real time. Uh, Rian mm-hmm. asks, thoughts on Zeus's three detonating after death, kind of like Scylla's. Bear, I'll let you take this one. I actually like that. It makes it to where if he gets all in, because his cast times are so long. They sure are. And if he gets all in, he can still play the game. I mean, Persephone can come back and cast all of her buttons. Mm. Okay, Why here we can't go. We swap Zeus and Persephone passive. Easy. Character good. Actually genius. Uh, Paradoxical asks, if you could pick one other game to cast or play professionally, what would you pick? Halo. Uh, can I cheat and not give an eSport? I would love to cast hockey. I love hockey. I love the pace of hockey. Uh, I would love to cast hockey for sure. If I have to pick another esport, um, I don't know, man. I I was a COD kid growing up. I'm gonna go COD. Um, Evan Newcomb asks, "Who is your favorite god to play? No matter if they are good or bad." There's a good question because it's not just who your favorite god is. I do not like playing Zeus when he's bad because holy god, is it unfun uh, to beat <clears throat> zero and forty on that character. Um, um, the same is kind of true with Giannis. I kind of want to say like Thor. I love playing Thor, no matter if he's good or bad. He's been good for a little bit now, but uh, I would say Apollo for me. Oh, Apollo's a good one. That's a, that's I, a good one, God. He just always feels good. Yep, for sure. Um, James asks, "What is your dream SPL team pick from players past or present?" God, there's another long one. We already answered right. one of James's questions. All right, we we just got to go. We're going we're going quick. Yeah, I'm in every role. Yemen in every role. I like it. Oh, wait, maybe one Dardes. I'll throw one Dardes in there. Uh, half Yemen, half Dardes. <laughs> half Yemen, half Dardes. That's right. Uh, Colin wants to know, what do we think they would have to change about Opwash to make him relevant in Conquest again? I mean... Persephone passive. Persephone passive. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there are a lot of things you could do to that character. He's got a lot of knobs to turn in terms of, like, cooldowns. He can really abuse those. Um... If you made it so you couldn't body block the corpses and you could just push them past frontliners, uh, he would be relevant instantly. 
for sure. And also, I hope that never, ever happens. Uh, if I never see another Opwash again, it would be too soon. Um, um, in my opinion, he just needs a little bit more CC or damage a little higher. Fair enough. Uh, Bowman asks, who is your favorite and least favorite god to play? Uh, I'll go Zeus and Ymir. I don't like playing Ymir. Uh, Apollo and I don't know why, but I'm so bad at Baron. Dude, you just said he was I, your favorite. No, I like Baron, like, but I can't heal. Every every assault I play with Baron, my healing is literally like 3,000. Unlucky. You got to be spamming yeah. that. Uh, it's and, terrible. And second, what is your favorite movie or movie franchise? Great question and a very difficult one. Um, what was that movie I watched? Hold on. Oh, man, you must have really loved it. Uh, <laughs> 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 to not remember the name. Uh, man. The Marvel movies are obviously great, but I think one of my favorite movies, uh, I love The Departed. Um, that's a great one. I think the most impactful movie to me, uh, well, I, I grew up watching It's a Wonderful Life every year at Christmas, and I love that movie. Um, and it makes me cry every time. So I think I'm going to say It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, for series, I always like Lord of the Rings, who so always brings back to like watching with my family. Sure. Don't know why, but it's just like very nostalgic for me. And recently I saw this movie called The Hunt, and I absolutely loved that movie. I absolutely loved it. Maybe I should watch it. Um, all right. Ario asks for Barra, excluding season one worlds, what has been your favorite moment in your SPL career? Season three worlds. Good answer. Uh, I feel like I played exceptionally well the entire time and feel like my team popped off as well. Even though we lost, I still feel like we won. Uh, does Isis need a rework, especially the three? And do you think Persephone is overvalued and ranked? That's from Oreo Nebulas. Uh, no, I think Isis three is super strong. And if you are not, if you are diamond, if you are masters or below, Persephone is val- overvalued and ranked for sure. That's what I will say. Yeah, Persephone is the same as Jumoja for me. Uh, you have to be good at the character for the god to be good. Yep. Um, Isis is just a hard god to play. So... You have to have a good positioning. You also have to have good teammates to make her work. And her, yeah, I agree. Her three is a very strong part of a kit. Uh, Reggie asks, should there be an award system every year? MVP, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved, etc. Uh, maybe using a voting system of all players, casters, and coaches. We've talked about this in the past. Um, we do feel like, and Reggie puts us in his questions, maybe it's too late as we've missed six years of doing it for SPL. I think that does factor in, but I think it is a good idea. I think that it's pretty easy to do most improved or rookie of the year and that kind of stuff uh, and be interesting. Would you want to see that bear? 100%. I love all of that kind of stuff and highlight reels for like weekly things. Yep. Um, I feel like that just brings more attention to smite. And I feel like it gives players something to strive for on top of uh, being like a good team. All right. We really got to speed it up, dude. We're already at the time we normally have to go and I've got all, Oh no, I have a lot still to go. Okay. Okay. Speed run here, Barry. Speed run. Okay. Um, I lost my place. Okay. Uh, Anthony asks, who wins 1v1 between you two? We already covered this. It's easily Barra. Uh, John wants to know, hey, who would you guys say are the top three teams of all time in Smite and why? Uh, energy number one. Um, I don't know. Yeah. The Ener- number one by far. And then beyond that, doesn't even matter because no one's close to them. Agreed. Raven wants to know, why does everyone hate Nox so much? Because people like casting their abilities and moving, and she doesn't let you do either one of those. She's just so annoying in Arena. 
Do you think Bologna says bruh from at Bologna DM me, please? What? Agreed. Baseball wants to know, number one, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Teleporting is the best superpower you could ever have. It's broken. No contest for me. Uh, yeah, uh, I would agree because I'm I'm scared and I can't think right now. Uh, if you could punch any celebrity in the face, who would you punch and why? Um, Aubrey Huff, uh, the former Giants player, because I think he's a bad human being. That uh, Jeff Bezos guy. Nice. That's a good one, Bear. I would, uh, I would definitely punch him. Uh, number three, what's the most ferocious animal you could take in a cage match? House cat. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Luna kind of swangs, dude. I don't know if you win that. Um, oh, yeah, pretty intoxicated. Most ferocious animal. Not very ferocious. I'll go that far. Uh, something low on the totem pole, because I don't think I'm, I would be a good fighter. <laughs> Uh, does pineapple truly belong on pizza? Jordan Rock wants to know. Yes, um, it can be. It's not the best topping, but sweet and savory are a classic flavor combo. And pineapple on pizza uh, paired with some ham or bacon is good. And anchovies are so much worse than pineapple. I don't know why it's not discussed. Great point. Uh, any of you investing in the stock market? If yes, what do you invest in? Uh, no, Gita, I, I invest in paying my bills. Yes, uh, index funds. There you go. Uh, the Loki dad wants to know if you put your brain in a robot body and there was a war between humans and robots, what side would you be on and why almost certainly the robots humans suck. But if I put my brain in a robot body, what side would I be on? Yeah. Robots. Easy. I, uh, I would like to win the war. <laughs> sorry to jet asks to aggro. What's it like having all of my damage be giant circles? Uh, it's nice because I wouldn't be able to hit them otherwise, but I will say that it is harder than hitting the one, you know, five out of my 30,000 auto attacks I can throw out every second that I'll do more damage than my abilities anyways. Mages uh, are easier than hunters. Disagree. Bruno asks, question, how could you guys talk about good theme songs and not even mention the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Good point, Bruno. That was oh, awesome. we suck. Yeah, we do suck. Bathy Boy, assuming Smite does more crossovers, what would you want next? Uh, I think WWE would be awesome. I think that would just be so troll to run around just giving people the attitude adjustment with John Cena. And I could really do RKO out of nowhere on cast. Um, but among like anime or something like that, uh, my hero would obviously be sick. Um, yeah, I'm going to go my hero. Rugrats came to my mind, <laughs> man, put someone, put this guy in charge. Uh, <laughs> Chase can do thing. Wants to know if pizza is cut into square pieces. Do you prefer edge or middle pieces? Great question, Chase. The only time that you should be cutting your pizza into square pizzas is if you've got a phenomenal crust and, with that in mind, I've got to go edges. I would agree, edges. You just got to have something to hold on to. You know, the middle pieces, you kind of got to do this, like, underhand thing. It's just awkward. I don't like that. They're so floppy. They really are. Uh, Johan wants to know, which country would we like to visit and why? Uh, I've been to Italy. It was the most beautiful place I've ever been. I would love to go back. But I have not been to Ireland yet, and that's where I want to go. Honestly, anywhere in Europe, as long as it's not boiling hot like it was in Spain when we went. Oh, it was very hot. Japan as well. Close second. Um, Callum wants to know non-smite question what is your go-to interesting fact or statement mine is that the brain named itself oh that is interesting um huh I was just talking about this with my family because we were talking about emus um that the Australians fought a war against emus in the 1930s and they and they lost that's my <laughs> they lost Husey oh, once gave me a long rant about how pathetic that was and you know what he was right that is embarrassing. 
You got one, Bear? No, I have nothing. I'm right, not interesting. Enough. Also, my brain's terrible. Uh, are you throwing if you put two physicals in duo lane? No, Hercules is a physical. No. You're throwing if you also, put two in there. You can easily get a match with jungler, and you can easily get a match with mid. So, yep. you're good. Or solo. Uh, Jack asks, why is PBM so good at pressing the W key, even if he's on a lower pressure god? How does he seem to see seem to create pressure out of nowhere? Uh, it's just because he posts these videos of him lifting to Twitter, and no one wants to step to him okay. in-game in case they, he gets mad at them. Uh... From a personal, not uh, personal thing, but playing against him, uh, half of it is fear of thinking someone else is with him, and half of it is him being on an insanely good team with insanely good coordination and teamwork. So it's kind of like the Zapman thing, where Zap would just walk at you in lane, and you assume that you're getting ganked. Uh, PBM does the exact same thing, but the entire game, and most of the time his team is there to back him up or to uh, stop you from being able to play aggressive. He's also hitting his buttons. The The threat yep. of him hit, always going to hit his buttons is important too. Uh, yep. Woot Woot wants to know, what advice do you have for a group of five people to get better as a team competitively? How would you set yourself up for growth and success while not setting yourselves up for failure? Uh, number one, I'd tell you, you are going to fail at times and that's okay. Uh, literally every single team does every single year. Uh, even the ones that win worlds failed along the way. And I would just watch SPL games or SCC games or whatever uh, as a group of five talk about what they're doing, why they're doing it and, uh, and see if you can, you know, implement those strategies yourselves. Don't try and you don't have to try and forge new ground. The, the, the best are already doing it. Yep. Um, I would also try to find a style that works for you guys. That it's kind of the second step. First step is just being good at the game and, figuring out why good plays are good and bad plays are bad. And the second step is finding an identity for you and your teammates, uh, whether you want to play late game or play early game or play a mixture of both. Um, and then, uh, as I said, watching pros, watching SPL, also scrimming and watching your scrims back will help you a lot as a team, as long as people are open to criticism. For sure. Uh, Dylan wants to know if you could have a set between two specific teams from any of the Smite seasons, who would it be, who would win, and why would you want to see it? It's an interesting question. Um, it's definitely like season two or season three, uh, energy or epsilon. And I would want to see them go up against like watching them go up against like this year's ghost would be a lot of fun for me. Um, and I do think that ghost would win for what it's worth. That does not take away from energy being the best team of all time. They obviously are. No team will ever be better than them, uh, in comparison to the rest of the league. I just think that the game has evolved so much and the players have all gotten so much better that um, any top-end team would have a really good shot, even against the best of all time. Uh, I would say Season 2 Energy versus Season 4 United. Ooh, that would be a good one. Um, Meat Cakes wants to know who's on our Smite Mount Rushmore. Don't have time for individual four you just got to listen to our earlier thing just like jake wants to know what we would do to make opwash better we already covered that tyler wants to know who is our worst god mine is ymir or hell i'm bad at that god too baron i i yeah, baron. yeah. I, um, i'm good at everything but i cannot hit baron twos uh not a question but rather asking of a story when pets have disrupted you during scrims or competitive play also as two people who have pets what's your rituals or actions that you do so your pets don't disturb you get rid of them they're just in control, dude. You just gotta, you just gotta accept that they are in control at all times. Um, Use your dad or mom voice, and that usually works. Yep. Uh, Finch had a fantastic question that I do have to get to. Um, if you had to eat at a fast food place for the rest of your life, 
what would you pick? Mm-hmm. And keep in mind that you can definitely die from having Zaxby's every day, which is good to know. And uh, as a stipulation, it does have to have a drive-through. So that everyone knows. Well, what's the healthiest fast food? That's uh, I don't know. Well, I don't eat a lot of fast food, like ever. Uh, Subway count? Subway have a drive-through? Some, Some subways do. do have a drive-through. Actually. Some of them do. I would just I pick Subway. I guess I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I I skimmed a lot of these questions, but didn't I tried to make sure I didn't give them any thought. This one I've thought about a lot. There are a lot of different <laughs> strategies you can take here. Okay. Number one, you could go for menu diversification. Uh, a place like McDonald's has a big advantage that you can get chicken or a burger or fish or a salad or something like that. You've got options, right? If you I'm picking like, listen, I'm not me, but you could, if you wanted to, uh, um, if I'm getting like Zaxby's, I'm really only getting chicken and look, that chicken is way better than anything individually. McDonald's is going to make, but I feel like I gotta, I gotta give some credence to having some versatility. So I'm going to go, with Wendy's, because that's my favorite of the big ones that have uh, bigger menus. But Zaxby's is certainly up there. And if I could pick Sheets, I would. They just don't have a drive-thru. Um, and Mifflin also had one. Are there any players, past or present, that were relevant in ranked or casuals that you would have liked to see make the jump to competitive? Oh. Um, I don't... <sighs> Who's the Guan one trick? Oh. <laughs> Oh, um, oh, well, Pretty t- recent. title pools. Is that it? No, Dicarus. Oh, uh, Dicarus. That man ruined rank and just popped off and solo carried on Guan. And it was a beautiful meta to watch. Uh, Kinku was competitive. Uknik was as well, Miff. Uknik yeah. was in the SPL. Sparks, Sparks was too, right? No, he was pre-SBL. He stopped. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do know the Morgan one trick, Yatsuyu. Uh, I hate playing against him in casuals because it's just like, it's so free to play Morgan in casuals all the time. It's just, it's, it's just so free. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go to PS1 for meme potential. Okay, that is the exact opposite of what I wanted to hear. Um, I'm going to uh, go, <laughs> I'm going to go with Apper. Apper, the Awilix one trick. When... Ruined he's, he's he ruined cues and then stopped ruining cues i think he's back to ruin more cues excellent well then there, there you have it um okay i think we had some on the reddit we really are way over time um, that's fine i got nowhere else to be yeah but we're supposed <laughs> to keep it shorter uh oh uh, i mean people okay, will keep on, listening pick, i'll pick one from reddit because i did tell people to tweet or maybe i told them that they could go there i'm sorry everyone on reddit if we didn't get to your question uh but it took well we'll answer time. those next episode if we, we can want. try um if okay you- here we'll, we'll go with pinky pie uh my question would be for Barra: how do you maintain a pma do you know what that means the man is known PMA? pma i think it's positive me- oh positive mental attitude that's it uh, oh. How do you maintain a positive mental attitude through losing seasons when you were once on top? I commend him to no end for this, and I f- never feel like his play is the issues with the teams he is on. What keeps him going, and how does he stay pa- positive? Is he naturally optimistic? Lots of alcohol. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Remember, kids. Uh- <laughs> uh, no, I actually don't drink that much. Um, it's... 
really, 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 really hard to stay. Like last year was probably the hardest year SPL wise for me. Like we were double scrimming every day. We were grinding. I was watching basically every SPL set and studying why teams would do it and then, or do the things that they do. And we'd have good results in scrims, come to SPL and lose. And it was the most frustrating thing because it's like, what do you even work on when everything you're trying in scrims is working? Yeah. And it's like, how do you even climb? How do you even get better when you're winning like 70 to 80% of your scrims? And a lot of the top teams would stop scrimming us, so we had to scrim basically anyone else that would scrim us. Um, and it's, it's just really frustrating. This year is way easier for me mentally because it's just not that weight anymore, and I feel like my team can beat a lot of the top teams right now. Um, yeah, last year, I don't know. Throughout my career, it's been relatively easier because I was winning a lot. Um yeah, last year, just devastating. Because even in between, like it was like, am I still going to be in SPL next year? Like, and I knew a lot of my teammates weren't. And then just trying to, like having that whole panic set in your mind of who do I have to talk to? Who do I have to connect with? Like, what am I going to do to make sure I'm still in SPL? And then this year, like, thankfully i uh, like a really good team and my teammates on my back yeah i think um the big thing for for anybody who uh has those um you know the, the positive attitude i think a lot of it is just having a support system to go to that you can be not positive and they won't judge you for it you know like mm -hmm. you, you have someone to vent to for sure um so i think i have destiny i have my fans I tell Soj basically everything that happens, and he basically has my back on everything. Yeah, that kind of stuff is uh, is critical for sure. Um, all right, chat, that's going to do it for our AMA. I'm really sorry if I missed anyone's questions, uh, but we had a lot in, uh, in a limited amount of time, of course. So um, next week we'll be back to it. I think we're going to have Neil on next week. You said he wanted to be on Barra. That's the, that's the play. Beautiful. So we're going to have Neil, Neil Ma, Ma on the podcast uh, <laughs> next week. World champion and uh, general good man. Um, I am golfing with him this week. So hopefully uh, I will put him in the dirt and I can tell you all about it on the podcast next week. But um, as always, make sure you guys are checking out uh, all of the prediction esports, uh, different podcasts. You can find us on Spotify and Apple podcasts. Even if you guys watch, uh, here live. It is helpful for us. If you go and just download the podcast, give it a listen or, or just a couple seconds. So we get the listen that helps for sure. Um, and, and leave us a review, please. We, we want to hear your feedback. So, uh, thanks so much for uh, a random question. Street fish. The whole podcast was random questions this time. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks so much for watching everybody or listening and we'll see you next week here on the backliners. Bye. Bye.
Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball back in action, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on, all available 24-7. And with the return of sports, BetOnline sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven-time NBA champ Robert Horry. See what they had to say on what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit BetOnline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. 